Welcome to Abiding in Christ. Acts 17.28 says, In Christ we live and move and have our being. This program is designed to instill in you that all your needs are met when you put Jesus Christ first in your life. Listen now to the Holy Spirit as a Bible teacher and host, Leisha Cantrell, reveals the Word of God. God delights in us. He created us for Himself. And He knows our needs, and He knows how to bring us the greatest light and delight in our lives. How vast, how numerous, how complicated are the various events and circumstances which attend our lives, and how fearful our hearts may seem. But if all things as well as all persons are put under Jesus' feet, there cannot be a single circumstance over which he has not supreme control. Everything in providence and everything in grace are alike subject to his disposal. There is not a trial or temptation, an affliction of body or soul, a loss, a cross, a painful bereavement, a vexation, grief or disappointment, a case, state or condition which is not put under Jesus' feet. He has sovereign control, supreme disposal over all events and circumstances. As possessed of infinite knowledge, he sees them. As possessed of infinite wisdom, he can manage them. And as possessed of infinite power, he can dispose and direct them for our good and his own glory. How much trouble and anxiety should we save ourselves could we firmly believe, realize, and act on this? If we could see by the eye of faith that every foe and every fear, every difficulty and perplexity, every trying or painful circumstance, every looked-for or unlooked-for event, every source of care, whether at present or in prospect, are all as put under his feet at his sovereign disposal. What a load of anxiety and care would be taken off of our shoulders. Trials are food of faith, and God works in us to bring us more faith to enlarge our capacity to enjoy him and to enjoy life, to be happy. Are you happy? Is everything going well for you at home, in the workplace? It can be. You can transcend even the worst situations when you realize your trials and difficulties are all under his control and that he has sovereign control over everything will only allow as much as faith is exercised um, to increase your grace in his life that lives within you. So we move nearer to God and let our innermost souls be guided and directed by him so that we can grow in faith and live a life of peace. One who believes is in the gospel 11, 6, and repents of sin, is assured of being in the fold, of having entered by the door as followers of Christ, 
Jesus is both our shepherd and the door to the sheepfold who provides for all our needs. Knowing that the world is full of predators whose sole intent is to destroy, 1 Peter 5, 8, we are always under his protection. More importantly, we are fully confident that when the chief shepherd appears, we will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. 1 Peter 5, 4. The greatest key to living a life filled with God's blessings and favor is to keep God first place in your life. When you put God first place and make it your highest priority to please him, it's like a shield around you so that you're kept in a peace that is not something that you can understand. It exceeds our ability to understand because we're not uh, shattered in this confidence we have in God. Therefore, we have a peace where nothing can disturb our life, that he is in control, and that we are in harmony with him in all things. The greatest key to living a life filled with God's blessings and favor is to keep him first place in your life. The shield of faith. When you put God first place and make it your highest priority to please him, you can expect to live a blessed, fulfilled life. Scripture states God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, and God rewards them by his presence and by his blessing. So we turn to self-revelation, and in all of his perfection, we see ourselves as dependent on him, but not as an inferior person, whereas if we become under the sway of the flow of the world and of society and people around us and things around us, then we see ourselves as inferior. We think of ourselves also as alone and having to face all these things by ourselves. As long as we discover him in everything, then we will remain in peace. He has the character and nature to give us that shield and that bridge to grace through our discover, discovering of him in his fullness, his character and nature. Whenever you find a man of God, you will also find an overwhelming passion for God that is almost beyond control. Not a curiosity about God, but a deep passion to experience God and all of his fullness. To know God is the one passion that drives a man into the very heart of God. Our scripture abounds with our Bible abounds with scriptures highlighting that very passion. When the Lord is pleased to apply a promise, drop in a word of encouragement, speak, home, an invitation with power, he administers thereby consolation. It comforts the drooping heart. It speaks peace to a guilty conscience. And this consolation is everlasting consolation. For it flows from nothing less than such a source, the eternal love of God, and flows onward to an everlasting ocean of infinite delight. Any intimation of an interest in the everlasting love of God is a blessing beyond all price, 
for the Lord never gives any such intimation, but as a certain pledge, earnest and foretaste of immortal bliss. He can neither disappoint nor deceive. Once blessed, blessed forever. We may indeed for a long time together cease to enjoy the comfort and even may fall into the greatest depths of darkness and confusion so as to lose sight of almost of all evidences but the foundation of God still stands sure. The Lord knows them that are his. 2 Timothy 2.19 The river of eternal love may seem in flow by and reach our breast. So high are the banks and hidden out of the sight of the stream. Still, if ever it was watered, our soul is watered when we are in prayer and focusing on God. But to drift is, is to stop persevering in prayer and stop trusting in the scriptures. So God promotes for us the scriptures that they are where we find him. He said that to the Pharisees. You think you've, you know me through the scriptures. And so our knowing him keeps us from um, being eternally drifting around. But he gives us grace so that we will be um, growing and developing as the things of life come against us. Psalm 42, as the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him? Day and night I have only tears for food, while my enemies continually taunt me, saying, Where is this God of yours? Psalm 58, it says, This one thing I know, God is for me. And he tells us that as we persevere in prayer, we can become more aware of the distancing of the troubles. Romans eight thirty-five to 39. Who shall ever separate us from Christ's love? Shall suffering and affliction and tribulation, or calamity and distress, or persecution, or hunger, or destitution, or peril, or sword? Even as it is written, for thy sake we are put to death all the day long. We are regarded and counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet amid all these things we are more than conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us. For I am persuaded beyond doubt that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things impeding and threatening nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And Philippians 4.19, My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. With what confidence the apostle speaks here, there is not in his mind the shadow of a doubt, but he declares it as a positive certainty that his God would supply all their need. What was the premise for this confidence? Not from the natural realm, we may well be certain, but in a, it arose from the heart, from the Holy Spirit, who 
always transcends the natural realm. And we are convicted that he is able to do whatever we ask or think uh, in the way of Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who by the confidence of his power that works within us is able to do superabundantly, far above all that we even dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers and desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. God would supply all the needs of his church and people, and we come to him to give of ourselves and to be available and make what we have available, knowing that he will always increase what we have if we are giving. He gives seed for the sower and bread for eating. And he says those that sow sparingly shall also reap sparingly, and those who show so abundantly will reap abundantly. So we climb the ladder in that. We start out at a place where we're just uh, babes in the matter, and God says that we will still reap whatever we sow. So we keep sowing and reaping, but God gives seed for the sower and bread for eating. All of it comes from God. Everything comes from God. We just make ourselves available to be agents of his grace for other people, for the church. And his gracious and perpetual supply is always at hand. He knows what we need of, have need of before we ask. So we are born of the Spirit because of Jesus Christ, and we live in the Spirit because of his love and grace. Grace and peace to you. Many people like to get a fast response for prayer requests, so I'm giving you my post office box number so that you can send a letter and make a prayer request or send a donation that way. Write to Abiding in Christ Ministries, Leisha Cantrell, P.O. Box 460512, Denver, Colorado, 80246. You may also listen to the programs again and download them, as well as find contact information on 670kltt.com on the weekday program guide. Click on Abiding in Christ Ministries, Leisha Cantrell, and you'll be right there at my website. Thank you for joining me weekly here at Abiding in Christ Ministries for Kingdom, Covenant, and Mediator.